This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your host, Christian, Aaron, and Franklin. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to episode six of the Marketing Natives. Today we're talking about three great marketing strategies for food trucks. We're gonna talk about today is purple cows, finding a cause to support, and social media, but we're gonna take a deep dive into Instagram. I like it. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm very prepared for this episode. That's good. I've, I've read a book like four times, and I didn't know that it w- I would be able to use the knowledge that I gained, but I can use it right now. Cool. So, okay. So Jump I'll, ahead. Go I'll, right I'll, in. I'll dive right <laughs> into it and say that the number one thing that I feel like you should do, and I've learned today from you guys, that it's creating a purple cow, right? Now, I'm going to let Aaron explain what exactly a purple cow is, but diving right into it is really uh, what I think is uh, creating a conversation piece to get people actually talking about this food truck and i'm just going to give two examples that were in the book uh, the name of the book is called contagious and there's a uh, a restaurant in philadelphia called the bark uh, called barclay prime they created a 100 cheese steak what 100 dollars one zero zero with a dollar sign this in thing the front. better be huge like yeah. a foot long it's or, not i mean I don't know, like 10 feet long <laughs> It's it's a normal size cheesecake uh, cheese steak, guys, and it's um it's really good that all the ingredients in it are like some of the prime cuts and all that different stuff that gold makes. flakes and yeah. exactly it's a really expensive cheesesteak, but they created it and put it on their menu so that people can come in and find a way to pay for this cheesesteak so that they can <laughs> eat it. And about like 16 friends <laughs> to come exactly. join me. Exactly. Everyone gets a bite. <laughs> exactly. And it looks like a sample plate from uh, Subway whenever you get finished cutting it up. But it gives them the opportunity to purchase this cheesesteak and be able to go around town and tell everybody that they actually have been able to eat this cheesesteak and get people in the door. Then also another example is uh, there's another uh, bar. It's a secret bar in upstate New York. Or is it? No. East Village, New York called Please Don't Tell. It's in the back of a regular hot dog shop where you go into this phone booth and you pick up the phone and someone on the other side says, hey, do you need a reservation? And you tell them how many people you're bringing in with them. And it's more or less one of those things that creates what the book called social currency, where people have the opportunity and go out and tell people about it. It's like building word of mouth, like 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 on steroids. Mm-hmm. So, Aaron, what would you – you've read the book Purple Cow, and that's what we're referring to. Seth Godin, we need to give credit to Seth to, Yeah, Seth Godin, obviously. Um, so, according to the book, what is a purple cow? Right. So, I will tell you – I'll answer that question and give a, an example that they put in the book, which is um, a purple cow is a destination that people want to go to. Um, and then they're going to talk about exactly what Franklin said. It's going to be something that is – 40 miles away but you don't care you're going to go there because you want to go there for that experience um and think about it this way if you're driving down on the side of the road me christian and franklin you guys imagine this going down highway 75 and allen and we look over on the side of the road we live in texas if we see a cow probably not a big deal but if we get down to you know say dallas area and we're going on 75 
and we look over on the right hand side and you guys can see it over there and there's a huge five foot tall purple cow we're gonna stop pull over on the side of the road and take a picture of it yeah a cow is just something that we get we see all the time it's just like banner blindness um so for example if you see the same gas station you see the same quick trips whatever else like okay i know there's a gas station but if you know that like for example bucky's that's a purple cow yep. people stop at bucky's go out of the way to go to bucky's because it's huge. huge and that is a purple cow um the example that the book gives is the difference between maxwell house and starbucks before starbucks there was maxwell house and maxwell house was a coffee shop uh or didn't have a coffee shop it was just coffee you bought from the store and people just drank coffee to drink it starbucks came in and said no we want to make this a luxury starbucks is about an experience and it's about a basically it's foo-foo whatever i'm not going to get into that but <laughs> it's about the gourmet style of starbucks and they could charge 800 percent more than maxwell house i mean we're recording this in july of 2017 and probably not very many people have uh, think of Maxwell House as a name brand, but they killed it in the coffee industry until Starbucks stepped over and made themselves a purple cow. Okay, so how, how does this apply to to a food truck? You know, um, do you guys think that's strictly creating a unique menu item that will get people there, or what are other ways that a food truck could implement a purple cow? Right, since it's a food truck, I'd probably go with the food item. Yeah, me too. Um, or something really, really cool to take a picture of on the side of the road. I mean, on the side of the the truck. If it was like a big, big portrait or something that ever it's famous, but it really easy to do something with the food since you are a food truck. Yeah, right. the uh, the only I would say the only barrier come with that comes with that would be other people copying you. Yes. You know, because it, it would be so easy for someone to determine, oh, yeah, you're using mayo on this tortilla, and that's how you're making it taste so good. <laughs> right. Or you could do something like Aaron said, doing something to your truck. Like here in Dallas, what we do, uh, like, I don't know if you guys seen it. You see the big B and the big G, like, and gives people the ability to stop right there and actually take a picture in the middle of it to make the word big. big. Yeah. yeah. So like giving your giving people something that they can stop and stand on the side of your truck and take a photo that gives them the ability to share that image and ask people get asked, Hey, where is that food truck? And what did they serve? Or I just want to take a picture in front of it. Right. Right. Yeah. So make it a destination. Right. And whatever that is for you guys, just think creatively, but think about something and be objective. Ask yourself, would you, go and would you experience that would you want to experience because if you're passionate about it people will know about it and our next strategies will help out a lot more too yeah and i think moving on to the second one it's uh finding a cost to support um we feel like uh, a lot of ways or a lot of complaints is that food trucks they come in from who knows where and they swoop in and they they get the business from the restaurants around that area right um which is not a good look but uh in order to sort of cushion that that blow, um, you can support a cost, something local. Um, and I mean, that will make your, your food truck grow in business. Um, but at the same time, it will develop uh, a stronger, you know, tie with, with the surrounding community, uh, which would be a huge, huge marketing opportunity right there. Um, and this is something that, I mean, yeah, I haven't even thought of like we wrote this for specifically for this episode um and it's something like really not just food trucks can do like other people can implement this in their in their marketing strategies 
Right. You know, like in a, a perfect example that I can think of is that if um, like you guys have given blood, right? You guys have given blood before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you see the, the blood truck go around all the time. Like, mm-hmm. so what if the blood truck and a food truck like work together and they say, hey, instead of us giving you this Coke and this cookie after you give blood to get your levels back up. Hey, go and check out this food truck. Here's a coupon from them after you give blood. And you can go here and eat with them. That's that's something that you can support, supporting giving blood or any anything else that would involve something that is remotely or mobile that that is just as mo- uh, mobile. I can't get my words out as your food truck. Right. Right. We just had somebody on our tip for tip show that does a mobile bike service. That'd be pretty cool to go get a uh, free food from that food truck as your bike's getting worked on. Just hey, saying. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, technically that's not a, a support that you or a cost that you support, but that's right. more of a partnership <laughs> at that point. Um, but yeah, um, again, I, this is just a strategy that we think that it would be awesome and it would be great for for your food truck to find a cost, support it, you know, and get involved in the community. Really, right, right. And uh, the last thing we have here on the list is uh, these this great Instagram social media strategy. Um, and to be honest, like, and I told the guys here earlier that I follow Torchy's Tacos. If you guys don't know what Torchy's is, it's just an awesome taco place uh, here in Texas. I don't know. Are they in anywhere else besides Texas? I don't think they're anywhere else. There's very few of them anyway. Luckily, we have right. one probably a it's two like miles away from the down, office. It's, yeah, just it's, a, it's only just it's like a mile and a half. <laughs> we we <laughs> literally walk down the road and go to Torchies. Anyways, Torchies is just amazing, and they have great tacos. Uh, sort of a yeah, the street tacos. They have uh, chips and salsa, chips and queso. Um, anyways, I follow them on Instagram, and I think they're doing a great job on Instagram. But they're not capitalizing on video. And that's where I think food trucks could, you know, just be awesome on Instagram is using videos and taking advantage of stories inside of Instagram. Yes. Um, more specifically, the location tag on Instagram. Uh, we've experienced this firsthand with our bid branding account on Instagram. And uh, when we tag a location on our story, Mm-mm. we get how many more views? Uh, we did one up in McKinney last week that normally we get about 40, 50, and we had close to five or 600. Exactly. So <laughs> that's just insane. Um, but basically, yeah, you can expand your reach for absolutely no money whatsoever um, by just using Instagram stories and adding that location tag, which allows you to be visible to hundreds of thousands of people around the community who are using Instagram. And not, a, not and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but not a lot of people are actually utilizing it right now, right? No. Correct? No, it's a small percentage. A lot of people, I mean, there's a small percentage who are actually using stories. Um, it may be skewed to the people who we follow, but a small percentage of people are actually using stories and an even smaller amount um, recognize that you can do the location services or that you can do the hashtag service hashtag ability on the stories as well. So that means that it's safe to say that the the sooner that people actually businesses and small small business owners get on this uh, location tag, the the faster that their their channels and their their um, their social accounts will grow using. I mean, their Instagram account will grow with using their location tag more people in their area will know who they oh, yeah, are absolutely now right now um that it's i'm guessing the algorithm that adds you know your personal story to a location story mm-hmm. and that's why it gets seen a lot more 
And I feel like almost every time you tag a location, it automatically gets added to that location story. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that you're saying like, oh, if you get more businesses in here or more people doing this, um, I'm guessing the algorithm is going to change a little bit. Right. Um, it absolutely will change. It's kind of like what Instagram did with the very beginning. You're going to see everybody's post. And yeah. then now yeah. you only see who's most popular. So it's it has to go to that. But there's nobody using it. So jump on it while you can. Well, exactly. Yeah. And just make it interesting. I mean, once once that change in the algorithm hits and you've already been doing it for so long and now you've you've created sort of a a formula or creative formula um, to get really cool stories in there. Then, I mean, you're ahead of the game right there. Right. It's like running. It's like running a sprinting race that you won't ever get tired of (laughs) or ever get tired in. You're ahead and no one will ever be able to catch up with you. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this Instagram stories is, I mean, the, the main huge point right here um, and engaging people with, I, mean, I would say, 90 percent of your content to be video. Um, and I know we're talking about, you know, the stories, but also build a following with your actual, your actual Instagram account. Right. And come up with a hashtag for it as well. Like I said, you can use hashtags inside of the stories and on top of the the actual post as well. So come up with a hashtag that's clever. You can do contests with that as well. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of cool stuff that we won't be able to get into with this, but definitely explore Instagram because it's your main platform for, especially for food. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Instagram yeah. is just a great platform for food, food trucks, anything food related. Cause I mean, I personally follow <laughs> a lot of Instagram. Christian food. stays hungry. Oh yes. yeah. All day, every day. <laughs> oh my God. You're making me hungry. All right, I think that is everything we have, unless you guys got any last tidbits on here. I do not. No nope. last PS nuggets or nope. no nuggets. All right, so thank you guys for subscribing uh, because I'm kind of already speaking this into fruition. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> two things here. Go ahead and subscribe. We truly appreciate that. Uh, whether you're on uh, Google Play, Apple, to- Apple iTunes, whatever you're at, just subscribe. And then please leave an honest review. And then down at the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see three dots. Going to continue to push this out to you guys. If you click that, don't do it while you're driving, you have an option to share that. Go ahead and share this with a friend. Share it with a restaurant owner. I think they get a lot out of this as well. And if you have a food truck friend, that's absolutely who you should share this with. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 